Hello everyone and welcome back to the World Explorer podcast. This is the podcast where every week we take a random prompt and build an entire world around it. My name is Casey and I'm joined with Isaac. Hello there. So, I was thinking uh Christmas time's coming up. So a perfect thing for us to be world building is Santa Claus. Now before we've already world built uh the North Pole and some Santa Claus before, I decided we should do it again. We should take another crack at it because okay. there's a million different ways you could world build Santa. And I thought, let's start off with the elves because I don't think we touched those last time. I, yeah, I guess technically we didn't. Yeah, um, first question. Our, our Santa episode is starting to get views, so this is a good time to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to quest- dive back into this. Question number one. Where do the elves mm-hmm. come from? I don't think anyone's ever addressed this. Are they uh, children from around the world? Are they kidnapped children? Are they an entirely separate species? How big are the elves? Are we going I- with like the yes? Isaac, Isaac, do you uh, do you remember? I think it's a Veggie Tales episode where there's. Oh, I don't know. If these creatures are created and they like go. They come from like a tree and they just pop out on like a little spinny thing. And they enter into the world. Is that Veggie Tales? What Veggie Tales? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I, I'm <laughs> I trying to think. Like, to describe I, I, I can think of like the toy that says like, Christmas. I can think of. No, no, they're like. Maybe it's not Veggie Tales. They had like one Santa. They, they have like one Santa episode. This isn't Christmas. Was, this isn't a Christmas episode. This isn't a Christmas episode. It's not episode. related to Christmas. I have no idea no, what no, you're talking about then. <laughs> it's, it's like uh it's it's like the, it's another world and there are these little creatures that are created and they're created because they come out of a tree like a spinning tree and <laughs> uh and i think they all have wings except the story of this one who uh, came out without wings or he was missing something that made him different and he was made fun of by all the other little little creatures is this what they were the point is like yeah. Is this one of their uh, episodes that didn't actually take place in Vegetable Land? Yeah. I vaguely, vaguly remember this from Do you many know, years what, ago. I, yeah. Was it the Snoodorama here's, here's or something? The, is that it? I don't remember. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, is that they come from... the. I like the idea of the elves just spawning from a sensual thing. My first thought is like a gumball machine. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Santa needs a new elf, so he puts a quarter in and turns it, and then another new elf pops out. Wait, and so, they all come in different colors, and you never know which one you're going to get. So wait, is, is he like creating life, or are these guys coming from another world, and he's just dragging them into this... Uh into the North Pole to be his helpers? Is it still... Santa's little helper. Is it a little helper or is it a little slave at this point? I'm concerned about the spirit of Christmas. What is Saint Nick doing with these elves? Come on, we've we've all known that the elves were always slaves. But they're also jolly. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a, a farce that's put up. Uh, so Santa doesn't get sued. Or war raged on them. Okay, on I him. just want to confirm, do we want to go the Santa is a slaver route? 
<laughs> do we just immediately want to go dark with our Christmas episode? I mean, I love a dark, a dark Christmas. Okay. I love making Christmas depressing. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> think we can say this has been done before, so I guess we'll go with it. Santa How has it not been done elves. I, I can't think of any time this has been done before. This must it's at least been insinuated a bunch that the elves are slaves. What what have you watched or read that that would suggest that? They get paid Maybe. in cookies and presents and they love their work. And Coco. Um but but, but I Maybe it's just my perception. I've never had the most positive perception of Santa, just ever. Uh, even as a little kid, I always found him creepy. Uh, he sees you when you're sleeping. Yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, you know, the whole deciding who's good and who's bad. Uh, and choosing who gives gifts. And, you know, my brother got cold one year, and that's really just negative perception. Of Santa. Yeah, that's something else we. I don't like him. That's something else I think we need to figure out is how exactly the naughty and nice list works. Uh, but right now, let's figure out these elves. Um. I, I okay so. So yay or nay to my gumball machine? I guess we can go with the gumball machine thing. Uh, and he's enslaving the elves, yes. but now I have to ask the question: How is he keeping them in line? Uh, well, for one, he's in the North Pole, right? Right. So, so they're not able to leave because they'll die out in the cold. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so, so how? As for how did as for keeping them in line? I mean, for one, they don't know any better. Like they don't know that there's a whole life out of there with lots of different options and life choices. This is the only life they know, so I'm sure there's a lot of brainwashing going on via Santa. You know, there's an education program that they all have to go through, and anyone who steps out of line magically disappears, and a new gumball elf replaces them. Ah, okay, okay. And so that's the other thing. They're very easily to, easy to replace. Like, every time Santa needs a new elf, he just pops a quarter in, and out comes a new one. So the elves know that if they mess up, they, they, they just don't exist anymore. So are the elves given fun names like uh, Tinsel and uh, Candy, or are they all numbered? I was My first thought was, I think Santa numbers them, but the elves have come up with names for themselves. So they call each other names, but Santa just calls them So it's numbers. like the clones from Star Wars. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So they they got like their number system documents, but they they've got personality amongst each other and can do numbers and, and do actual names and stuff based off based off of I don't know maybe skills they're good at or that one mistake they made uh, that no one ever lets them live down, so now they have a bad nickname to memorate it. You know, fun things like that. Okay, but now I have to wonder, uh, why is Santa making all of these gifts and delivering them around the world? What is what is the reason for all of this? If he's such an evil guy. I mean, for one, he gets to give coal to children. I'm sure there's some joy to that. Well, only the naughty ones. Yeah. But here's the thing. You can't give coal to the naughty children if you don't give something nice to the good children. I mean, there are plenty of uh, mythological features and stories and stuff where 
it's like if you uh, misbehave, this mythical creature will uh, come in at night and eat you or something like that. I know, I know this is, again, this is taking from last time we did this, but again, the idea that uh, Christmas joy powers the North Pole and keeps everyone warm and alive could still be a thing. So he may hate actually giving kids presents and stuff, but he has to keep the North Pole lights on or else he's out of a job. So why doesn't he just move to Hawaii? Because the North Pole, being in the North Pole also gives him eternal life. Oh, okay. As long as the Christmas spirit's alive, he gets to be alive. And if there's one thing a dictator loves, it's getting to keep being a dictator for all eternity. Okay. So, he gives gifts just so that he uh, doesn't die. So when he interacts with... Mm -hmm. Um, with children, does he uh, put on his big ho 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 smiley face or whatever, try to be super friendly to them, or does he get very grouchy? Here's the have you know like mall Santas? They're already grouchy. I feel like they're just embodying how Santa always is. That was actually something I was wondering about: is do the mall Santas in this world actually work for Santa? That's a good question. It's like you will go and deal with all the kids that want to pee on your lap while I sit in the North Pole and eat my cookies. <laughs> it's a very specific situation. <laughs> all Santas have it rough. <laughs> Are you uh, speaking from us? a personalized experience there? Or? No, but I know this happens. It just popped in your head. Okay. Like, when you ask sure. all the horror stories that Mall Santa's experience, uh, uh, very often, it's, uh, like, the worst ones they have are kids with wet pants. Mm. I know. Visiting Santa, my mom made me do Santa every year, was my least favorite part about Christmas. I hated it. I, I just didn't like the idea of sitting on this weird man's lap. Like, I did, I don't, it did not appeal to me as a kid. The older I am, the less it appeals to me. Like, why are we letting our kids sit on this man's lap? Yeah. Why? We should we should be questioning that. It's one thing when it's, like, a family friend dresses up as Santa and stuff. Like, that's different. That's family or friends. And so, like, you you know the guy. You can... You, the kid can sits on their lap anyway, so they might as well get a good photo op out of it. But, like, a stranger? Really? Really? I think the idea is that the kid believes this person is Santa and uh, so it's a magical experience to get to meet Santa and they feel like they already know Santa so it's not like they're sitting on a stranger's lap. Uh, the parents though, yeah, they're, uh, to them they are letting their child sit on a stranger's lap. Yeah. That's that's my little tangent of the day. Um, when you uh, go and get your photo op with your kids uh, sitting on Santa's lap, just think about what you're doing for a moment. That's all. Uh, sorry to ruin that magical experience for you, but it was ruined for me, so might as well do it for the rest of everyone else. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know if 
the Santa mall Santas are actually directly connected to Santa or just a result of Santa's existence. I mean, I think it would be interesting though if this is how Santa managed to get intel on a lot of uh, kids, which one to give um, coal to and which ones to give presents to. It's not actually based on how you behave throughout the year. It's just based on how you behave those five minutes on Santa. Well, I think that there should be more than just this because not every kid is going to be going to a mall Santa every year. So I feel like there should be more ways that he keeps tabs Mm -hmm. on them. And it could be things like uh, the elf on a shelf could actually be a surveillance uh, device. And he... um, he sells these enchanted elves in stores, and then uh, people go willingly buy Are them, thinking that they're actual. What? Okay, Isaac. Yes. Isaac, these elves. What if these elves are the elves that didn't behave? Oh and therefore no! They and turns into the elf on the <laughs> shelf, and that's why the elves on the shelves act out all the time. It's because they're the bad elves. Because, you know, when you put them, they're supposed to, like, get up to mischief in the night. They do that because they're the, they're the naughty elves. And so, does he, like, see through the eyes of these elves? Or do they just record things as well, or what? Also, these elves now have freedom. That's a problem. These elves now have freedom. If he sends them out. I think they're confined to the house. Like... They're still confined. They're, like, attached to the kid when the kid... So, it's kind of... So, Santa owns these elves. Uh, there could be some magic that prevents them from being able to go against him, really. But if they start proving difficult, he can then sell that ownership to someone else. And so, Santa has sold that ownership to these stores, who then sells that ownership to, like, the kid or the parent that buys the elf. And therefore, that elf is now, like, it can't actually escape from the kid. But... I am well aware that this theory makes kids slaveholders, but... But also, (laughs) I'm trying to think, like, all it takes is one elf on the shelf to say, Hey, Santa's enslaved me, and now you are my master. And suddenly, Santa's exposed. I mean something could happen to them in the transit of turning into a toy that kind of erases their memories of that. Now they just genuinely think they're a toy that's made to do mischief. Yeah, that could be. Like, he, he, like uh, he has a little machine that he puts them into and then it, uh, it, it uh, scrambles their minds. Well, also turning them into the toy. Because I doubt elves yeah. look like the elves on the shelf. How are they going to build yeah. toys when they're that tiny? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I just want to create a world where many children are slaveholders. That's all. Okay. Okay, we do that. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, I love how you just accept this. So are there any other ways that he gains intel uh, on children? True, because not everyone... So, he has the the mall Santas reporting, he's got the elf on the shelves, but not everyone has those. Because my family certainly didn't. Um, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, what's a common thing that everyone 
does during the season. Uh, I don't know if he's bonded with Christmas trees somehow, but a lot of people also have fake ones, so that wouldn't work. I don't, I don't think that Christmas trees are really something to gain intel with, though. I mean, if you can see through a Christmas tree, you'll, you'd learn a lot. Yeah, unless maybe the uh, angel topper on top of some of those trees is secretly not an angel, but is uh, collecting info for Santa. I think we need something that's year-round, though. Like, what's something that pretty much every every kid would have that's year-round? I mean, is Santa connected to the school system? Oh, no. All over the world, various school systems. That would be a really good source. <laughs> they have source. access to, like, their grades. It'd be a really good source if Santa had access to the school systems. Okay, so I see that little Timmy has been suspended. Johnny has uh, been getting constant Fs. Um, Sarah decided to skip school. Yeah, like, there you go. You could you learn about kids. That doesn't solve the homeschooler issue, but it does take care of a large amount of it. Of students. Yeah, of I mean, it only, there's only like 2% of kids who are homeschooled, though. Well, and think globally here, not just... We're not just America. Santa's a global superstar. Yeah, but don't, like, traditions and stuff vary between countries and beliefs about Santa vary wildly across different cultures and... Yeah, but there's still a, usually a Santa, and he usually gives gifts to kids. Yeah. Are. He's... Santa, like, the concept of Santa is still this person who decides if you're good or bad and gives you gifts. Yeah, but I don't think we want to try and figure out the surveillance system for every single country on the world. So, let's just st let's stick with Fair, America. Especially because we don't know enough. Okay. Um... That's, that's fine. Uh, and people can leave comments about their own countries and how they think Santa is surveilling them. So, where else do we want to go with it? So, um, how does he get around the world so fast? I mean, it's still gotta be, like, the reindeer. Yeah, so he could get the reindeer and who pulled the sleigh, but does he ha- like, how- what does he- Because he doesn't- I'm trying to figure out- is he using sort of- some sort of magic to get across the world super fast? Because he can only hit so many houses, even if he's going, like, several times faster than the speed of sound. And then once he's in the house, is he able to dash yeah. around the house really quickly? Because, uh, that, he would just have to be moving so, so fast. Because of the amount of time it takes to, you know get out of the sleigh, grab the presents, go down the chimney, place the presents, get back up the chimney, and go to the next house. Okay, Isaac, Isaac. Yes? You know something that I, I'm honestly surprised no one's ever done this before, but what if there isn't one Santa? I was actually wondering about that, because I did see one... What if it's an... I actually did see this in a movie one time, where Santa cloned himself. Yeah, but this is, like, beyond clear. Like, there's always been multiple Santas enslaving tons of elves. That would keep them in line. And on Christmas, they just all go off. That yeah, would help keep them in line. that would explain why they can keep them in line. Because they're bigger and they're scarier. 
and they weigh a thousand pounds. And there pounds. could be a bunch of Mrs. Claus, and yeah. What about Mrs. Claus? <laughs> they weigh a thousand pounds. There's a bunch of Mrs. Claus too. There's a lot of inbreeding probably oh, going no. on in the Santa world. <laughs> I don't think that they're gonna be reproducing though. Uh, they hate kids. You don't think so? That's true. So are we thinking this is like a set of like how many people would we need to go around the world? Like twenty men and their wives. We're gonna need more than that. In this world. Think about the millions of people Well, I don't know. Look, if there's still magic involved, you could have less people. We believed for the longest time that one person could do it all. What's adding in like even an extra nine is helps those odds immensely. We could have. Uh, I I imagine we could probably have more than that, and then we could have our main ones be like the Council of Santas. The Council. I'm just trying. I'm just imagining like a Santa government where we have the Council of Santas who are passing legislation on the North Pole and everything. How many more elves do we need? How many more do we not need? Which ones are we going to sentence to being an elf on the shelf? Uh, how many more toys need to be produced? Where are we getting the materials for toys? Where are the Santas getting the materials to make all of these toys? I just, uh, before we dive into that though, I just had the, the idea of like, if a Santa gets out of line, according to the council, he gets sent to be a mall Santa. Oh, that's funny. I like that. That is a wonderful sentence. <laughs> yep. That is amazing. I love it so much. Those are, you know those those mall Santas who are extra grumpy? <laughs> you know why now. <laughs> That's perfect. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so where does Santa get the materials for all of these toys? That's never explained in any movie or show that I've seen. Except for Klaus. Which you haven't seen, but you will, and you will love it. Won't spoil it. If I don't, is that going to be a problem? Maybe. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Given that it has become my favorite Christmas uh, uh, okay. movie, maybe. But you'll love it. It's really okay. good. Uh, okay. Uh, so, resource gathering. I, I mean, are they just self-efficient in the pole? Do they have mines and forests that they can... They it's just up, ice, ...regulated though. to, like, keep things growing? Yeah, but this is a ma uh, this is a section of the North Pole that is powered by the magic of belief. So that way everyone can survive on it. I think they could warm things up enough to, like, grow food and trees and have ores and stuff there that they can then used to make toys I guess that's true and I guess they have a coal I guess they have the coal mines um which yeah they gotta have coal mines which are gonna be uh I imagine it being one of the worst um the jobs to have as an elf that's uh the that's the step that like if you're a troublemaker you go there and then if you're you're causing trouble there then you get sentenced to be sold this is awful. This is so Isn't bad. It? I think it's delightful. <laughs> I think it's delightful. Alright, all right, where else are we going with this? Uh, reindeer. Where do the reindeer come from? Do they, are they just breeding reindeer? They're magic reindeer. Where do they get their magic from? I'm trying to think if there's some dark, twisted way in which we can do this. Or if it's just they have magic <laughs> reindeer. 
they've, they've obviously got a bunch now because they have multiple Santas going off, so this is a breeding operation. They just, all of them have the same names. It's not confusing at all. Well, no, we've, one of the Santas will be named Santa. He's the head Santa. Then we've got St. Nicholas, and we've got Kris Kringle, and we've got Father Christmas, and we've got, uh... I'm, uh, whatever mm -hmm. Santa's name is in other countries that do not speak English. <laughs> You're right. There are lots of names for Santas. So I'm sure they're all under those different titles. Yeah, I feel like that makes sense. I'm sure there's some... It's an ethnically diverse set of Santas. Probably. So they fit whatever area they're going to. So... When Santa's just, uh, you know, flying over cities and stuff, and he's crossing the borders for different countries, does he have, like, a cloaking device or something? Because I imagine some uh, military in the world is probably going to shoot him down. Ooh, you mean, like, in the Nightmare Before Christmas? Like, in the Nightmare Before Christmas. Except in that show, they were all very welcoming of Santa, until Santa started not doing what they expected. <laughs> yep. And then they instantly uh, went straight to murder. Now let's get, well, for fair, that some of those gifts were murderous. Uh, That's true. So this is a world in which Santa is already connected to the school systems, already connected to the malls. I'm sure the government is aware of him crossing borders and allows it. Okay, this is going to be like every government then. Yeah. But Santa's just intertwined in all the governments. The truth so is, San Santa is the great dictator of the world. He owns the world. We just don't know it. So Santa is one of the, uh, the, the government's best kept secrets. This is like... Like if you stormed area so if you stormed area 51 you would not find aliens you would find elves which i guess in this Possibly. world are technically aliens actually but i mean we all know where they come from i don't even think santa knows where he comes from he just they just make them um i mean keep in mind this is like i it's not like the most kept secret like santa's in this world santa is real and people know it because they get gifts and, like, they actually get gifts. Every story has, uh, like, a, like all these kids getting gifts, and then the parents are just always like, Santa's not real, but also, I didn't get him this gift. Did you get him this gift? No, I thought you got him this gift. And they just walk away confused, still not believing in Santa. Which is always so dumb. That's, like, the part I don't believe, is that the parents don't believe. Like, if Santa is real, like, I, and I don't get why shows do that. I'm like, why can't you just have parents believe in Santa because Santa's real? Like, in your show, Santa's real. The parents are going to know it. Like, it just never made sense to me, and it still doesn't, and it still bugs me. I'm like, parents can believe in Santa and just accept that once you hit an age, you don't get gifts, and it's not a big deal. This is how I know Santa's not real, is because parents don't believe in Santa. <laughs> I think it's because uh, movies are just trying to relate to kids and their situation of believing in Santa while the parents don't. Yeah. But then it makes their movie less believable. Yeah. Which actually, now that I think about it, if, you're, if those are the kids you're trying to relate to, and they believe Santa is real, uh, but their parents don't, that means their parents have told them Santa's are not real. 
and that means that the kids are in denial about Santa not being real. So they've been told Santa's not real, but they still believe it. How long are they going to be believing Santa is real for? Are they going to be growing up to be adults still believing in Santa? See, that's what I mean. Like, these movies show these kids with this die-hard belief, and a lot of them then get to, like, see Santa or get the presents and stuff. And so they believe it, but then they become adults, and they forget all that. And that just doesn't make... Like, what is the point? Of getting these gifts and having these experiences if you're just going to forget or ignore them as an adult. It makes no sense, and I hate it. It's very dumb. It's so tough. A lot of Santa stories are really dumb and don't make any sense. I'm telling you, in this world, in this Santa world, the parents believe in Santa just as much. They are well aware. What they don't know is that Santa is this company living in the North Pole enslaving (laughs) elves. And it's multiple Santas working together to create this organization that delivers presents every year. So that way they can power their organization and live forever. They don't know that part. They think it's one Santa who's doing this all magically and stuff like that. But they do believe that there's a Santa. And they do encourage their kids to be good and get presents. Because they don't want to buy that expensive present when a Santa will come and do it for them. Okay, so I have this really funny uh, vision in my head. Uh, you've got your classic uh, American Santa or whatever, and he's just going about mm-hmm. his business. But then he gets caught by a family, and they see him, mm-hmm. and yeah, they're like, Santa Claus! He's like, ho, 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 uh, Merry Christmas! Now I gotta leave, and he leaves. But then, next year, uh, that same Santa is down with a cold or the flu or something, and he's not up for <laughs> delivering gifts. And then you get this totally different Santa. Like, you had your generic, you know, white Santa with the big belly and everything that year. And then some other Santa has to fill in for him. So he goes to that same house, comes down the chimney, and they go, Santa! What the heck? As now you've got this uh, much, maybe much taller, slim, uh, Asian Santa with a short beard. Um... uh, wearing glasses <laughs> do you, you, you maybe don't try to describe Santa's from countries you're unfamiliar with I, I'm not trying to describe him as uh, from a country I'm just saying a totally different Santa than a, the generic Santa yeah but mm, okay just, so you're, ca- of, you're, you're dancing on the line there uh, you just gotta be careful ethnically <laughs> ambiguous Santa how's that <laughs> I guess that's better. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure they have, due to the fact they have like multiple Santas for each area, um, they have ways of preventing that if Santa gets sick, so that doesn't happen. They have ways of preventing Santa from getting sick. I mean, they are immortal. Exactly. That too. Like, do they, they probably even have get really sick? good immune I don't systems? Think they get sick. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so I I think they're fine. Okay, so one fell into the elf portal and hasn't come back. <laughs> they have others who are of that ethnicity to take the place as well. He's still gonna look different. That's, yeah, but like that's it's point. Been even a if you year. get two Santas that look pretty similar, they're still gonna be different. 
Yeah, well, it's the same reason, like, mall Santas are different. It's just perception, okay? But the mall Santas we've already established aren't Santa. They're all people working for Santa Clauses, except for a few that were sentenced to be yeah, mall Santas. Yeah, but people, the, the kids don't know that, but they still view each one of those as Santa. Kids are weird like that. Wait a minute, don't we need don't to replace... They don't care that they look slightly differently. If the, if, the, if the mall Santas are actual Santas, and that's their sentence, what... Do they need to? Don't they need to replace the Santas that become mall Santas? I'm sure there's a recruitment process. Some person gets a knock on the door uh, and sent to the North Pole to become Santa. It's like, hi, we saw uh, on your uh, Facebook page that you hate kids. Wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! What it is is it's just they uh, they uh, promote actual mall Santas. Like jobs are just switched. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. And that kind of encourages people who hate this job. You know, if there's a chance as a mall Santa. There's rumors of mall Santas disappearing uh, and getting replaced with these other bitter Santas mumbling about loss of eternal life. I don't know. Maybe their brains also have to be scrambled so they don't uh, show up. They don't uh, give away their secrets. Which explains why we have so many crazy mall Santas. I feel like this entire podcast episode is just us explaining mall Santas and why they're so grouchy. <laughs> it's it's because they had eternal life and they lost it, and in the process they got their brains scrambled a bit. You'd be grouchy too. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else you want to world build with these mall Santas? I... Personally, Not mall Santas. I, Santas in general. Just the world in general. I don't know. I personally can't think of anything. Uh, we could talk about the obsession with cookies. Why does Santa love cookies so Look, much? Because Mrs. Claus, the Miss, the many Mrs. Claus don't have much to do, except to make cookies. Maybe it's because they're immortal. They don't suffer any they health eat whatever problems. Heck they want. And so they can eat as yeah, many they cookies they as want. they want. And so that's all they eat is just sugary sweets. I mean, same. If I had that ability, why why wouldn't I? I mean, I'd still every once in a while want a nice steak uh, and potatoes, but... I do love a good salad. But, uh, yeah, if you don't have any negative effects from sugar, I'm sure that would be one of the main things you're eating. Exactly. Oh, so apparently Santas are alcoholics as well, but... Yeah, in other countries, th that seems to be the tradition, is leave some th a beer out for Santa. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. I'm just imagining alcoholic Santa. Very drunk. Well, we all know it's just because that's what the parents want, is... And then there's America, where we're like, have some milk, because... America is known for milk because we we had too many cows at one point and didn't know what to do with all the milk so we made it seem like milk was a really big and important deal so that way people would buy more milk also milk goes well with cookies it does go well with cookies and also milk is just generally good for you too yeah and then there's beer yeah which is like we will mm -hmm. destroy your uh, everything if you if you uh drink the beer that's my thought on alcohol in general. I don't understand alcohol. Yep. It, even things like, uh, I think it's red wine. People are like, oh no, it's good for your pancreas, I think it is? Like, and I'm like, I don't yeah, care. It's, it's good for this one 
part of the body in a very small amount mildly also it shrinks your brain it uh damages your liver uh rots your teeth uh shortens your lifespan uh I, th I think it does something to your heart i don't remember it's like there's a million negative effects of alcohol and people justify it by saying well there's this one positive this one tiny positive yeah Everyone has their drug of choice. I've just decided mine's caffeine instead of alcohol. Because at least caffeine does not affect my mental state. I'm trying to think what my drug of choice is. Said everyone's got one. And I'm sitting here like, I don't eat a whole bunch of sugar. I don't drink alcohol. Sugar's not a drug. I don't, well, okay, I don't drink that much caffeine. Well, you might not have a drug of choice. Good on you. Huh. I have one. I've come to terms with it. But I do have it in way less intakes than most people do. I feel boring. But I think we're... You're not boring. I, I don't have a drug of choice. You're I feel healthy. boring. Sleep deprivation! No, there we thing. go! <laughs> that's not a drug! That's a bad lifestyle. Unhealthy lifestyle choice. But it has the effects... The similar effects as to what alcohol does. There we go. And on that... No, not a positive note, just a note. Um, I think we're gonna end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good. Um, I feel good about myself. I'm ending the podcast. Uh, okay, everyone, I, we hope you enjoyed bu building Santa again. Um, I, we're sorry for ruining your Santa childhood, but also not sorry, because this is how I've always seen Santa to be. So now you just... You know how I feel about Santa. This is a wonderful um, episode. <laughs> wonderful. I got to vent about my Santa, uh, my dislike of Santa. It's a good day. You got to vent about your Santa. We world built slavery. And I figured out something very special about myself. My drug of choice. And I feel good about it. We will see you. We will see you guys next week with another prompt in another world, and yeah, and maybe maybe Isaac will have calmed down. I'll I'll force him to take a nap before we start or something, to, just to make sure he has. Uh, and we'll see you then. Bye. Goodbye. Also, I am too excited and too happy to go to sleep. Goodbye.